<laughs> I love you guys. Hello there, beautiful Antigua. You doing well? Yes, great to see all of you beautiful folks as well. Hope you're having a great day today. I know I am. Um, story. We're going to start with a story here. Start with a story. Miss Crystal, come on up here, Miss Crystal. Share a story with us. Awesome. Good morning, team. Um, I had the incredible honor of being with our North family um, this past Sunday and just getting to be with the team that served there. And it's just a truly a reminder that we are one church in many locations um, because it's the same heart, the same passion drive. Um, and so as we were going uh, throughout the day, loving on people, I actually had an opportunity to talk to some serve team members. And we had a story of, there's Jay, he serves faithfully as one of our parking lot hosts. And so he was out on the street and he was like a sign and he's just waving people in. He's just like, mm, mm, mm. Gave people in and this a couple uh, drives up to him and he's they were like hey what's going on and he's like church is going on and what's funny is that jay isn't super extroverted and so he's operating um out of an opportunity god gave him to be a parking lot host um and he was uh he's like church and they're like well when does it start and he's like well, you arrived, so it starts right now. Um, and they were like, what kind of church is it? And so he explains the heart of who we are. And they're like, well, uh, we were going to see a house because we're moving um, from Houston to here down the wow. street um, in a month. And so we need a church. And so they literally parked their car. They came inside of church. So many people surrounded them and they were just loving on them. And it was like, how can we help you with your move? And just giving them resources um, for their move here. And so they are so excited to move here so that they can come back and get planted at North. Yes. Great story. <laughs> uh, ben, will you share later? Ben Stokes, see him here. Yeah. Will you share later about the 108-year-old, uh, uh, the older lady, 78-year-old lady? <laughs> yeah, 73, 73. Once you get up to 70, 73 to 108 is all basically the same. <laughs> same thing with 40 to 50 and 20 to 30. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Made it personal, right? Hey, uh, I'm so excited that we get some time to spend uh, together, open up God's word uh, to every leader uh, who is yeah. listening. Man, we love you so, so much in Antigua and in Dallas. And we've got obviously so many other folks that will choose to kind of peek into what we're doing here. And uh, so to all of you, you're part of our extended family. Uh, but today, I wanted to have none other than the amazing Pastor Onika McClellan come and share a life-giving message with all of us. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. How are y'all? We're doing great. I just need you to know that I'm fully convinced. Everybody say fully. Fully. I am fully convinced that this literally is the best team on the planet. <laughs> on the planet. I literally have never met anyone like all of y'all. And Earl and I, and I do not say this lightly, we literally feel so privileged that God would choose us to get to be a part of your stories and a part of building this house. It is our greatest joy outside of our kids and our marriage is watching each of you flourish and become all that God's called you to be. It has just been the ride of a lifetime. And Antigua, I love you so much. So grateful for all of what God is doing in and through you. This is like the best family ever. Love it. And as I was praying about what to share, literally this just leapt in my heart and my spirit. So let's just jump in. Let's do it. And the title of my little mini talk is called Don't Stop. Don't right. Stop. Right. 
As I was praying, what I felt on my heart is that sometimes opposition as leaders or as you lead companies, as you lead in your home, as you lead at the church, we all face opposition. And what I think is happening sometimes is opposition makes you stop because you get tired. You're flexing muscles and um, leadership in you that you aren't used to flexing. And so you get tired quicker and then your fatigue makes you think, oh, I'm doing something wrong. I shouldn't be doing this, so maybe I should stop. And I wrote this down in my journal this morning. Don't stop. Keep running. Even the harder it gets, don't stop. The enemy's plan is to make us stop. It says here in Galatians 5, and I'm going to jump down to verse 6, and it says, let me start up here. But we live by the Spirit to eagerly wait to receive by faith the righteousness of God. Wait, verse 7, sorry. Go with me to Galatians 5, verse 7. Here we go. You were running the race so well. So put your name in that or put the name of someone that you used to run with that you haven't seen run in a minute. You were running the race so well. Who has held you back from following the truth? It certainly isn't God. For he is the one who called you to freedom. Wow, wow, wow. Verse 9. This false teaching is like a little yeast that spreads through the whole batch of dough. Verse 10. I am trusting the Lord to keep you from believing false teachings. That's false so things like, maybe you shouldn't do that. Wow. Maybe you overcommitted. Maybe you just need a break. Maybe you just don't need to come to church anymore. Maybe they don't even need you on the team. Maybe because you haven't gotten email back, they don't need you to be there. Maybe because the person you used to you used to see you don't see. So maybe you should stop coming too. I am trusting the Lord to keep you from believing the false teachings. God will judge that person, whoever he is, who has been confusing you. Wow. So I am here today to tell us That's don't so stop. This is so good. I'm here today to tell us those that we lead for you to tell them don't stop. Yeah. Not with a critical spirit, but with a compassionate spirit. Yeah. Because what happens is when you stop, then you stop using those muscles. Then those muscles get tired and get weak. Then when you try to do the things that you used to do, you don't have the strength to do them. And then you start um, thinking, oh, I guess I never was called. Oh, I guess I never was planted to be in that church. Oh, all those words that people spoke over me, all those words of affirmation, all those encouraging texts, they didn't really mean anything. Oh, I guess I just need to stop because nobody's going to miss me if I'm not here. And I'm here to tell you that there is someone that's going to miss you. And it's the person on the other side of your destiny. It's the person who's waiting for you to get through your struggle, to get through your season that you're in, who needs your story as a lifeline. I remember when I was in college and I was a freshman in college working at a clothing store and there was a young girl, many of you have heard me talk about her before, but she was my coworker and I watched her life. Was she perfect? No, because none of us are perfect. But she showed up, she loved me, she saw me, she encouraged me, and I saw how she handled herself with men. I saw how she handled herself with alcohol. I saw how she took care of herself. Mm. And something about her stood out to me. Mm. And just by watching her life, it wasn't even words that she said, but she just saw me. I'm so glad she didn't stop. I'm so glad she thought, you know what? I I feel too too much pressure to be perfect, so I'm just going to live the opposite of my convictions. I'm so glad she just did the best that she could with what she had because I was watching her life. And by me watching her life, it made me want to fall in love with Jesus. 
And so the enemy's plan, because y'all are way more influential than you realize, and everyone listening, everyone watching in Antigua, you're way more influential than you realize. More people know you than you realize. You're impacting more lives than you realize, literally all over the world and also here in this city. So I'm here today passionately to tell you, do not quit. quit. You are not done. Your call is not finished. The Bible says, he who began a good work in you will see it to completion on the good days, on the bad days, on the hard days. You're going to have every excuse and every reason to stop. But I'm telling you, there's a young man who needs to see you love your wife. There's a future entrepreneur that needs to see you crush it in your business. There's a young girl who thinks, oh, I can't speak, I can't sing, I can't lead, that needs to see you speaking, leading, singing, creating. There's a person that needs to know I'm not forgotten. So you can't quit. You can't stop. You don't have the option. So if you tell yourself, I don't have the option to quit, it's not even an option because I'm here to tell you it's hard. And it's probably going to get harder. But it is the greatest joy, the greatest call that God would trust us with his sons and daughters. So how dare us quit when it gets harder? If anything, we should say, I must be doing a good job that every single thing is coming against me. But I'm putting my heels in the ground. I'm looking up to my father. I'm running to him. And I'm saying, I need your grace. I need your strength. I need your wisdom. I'm not doing a song, a show. I'm not trying to perform. I'm trying to look to my father and say, God, you have called me. I'm going to run this race because there's other people on the other side. So if you know someone who's stopped, you know someone who's quit, you first pray for them. You first tell them that you miss them. You invite them to coffee. You invite them to lunch. You hear their story. You hear their heart. You put oil of healing on their wounds. And then you say, just come sit with me. Just come sit by me at church. You don't have to do anything, but just sit by me. Just let them get back in the atmosphere. Let them feel the love. Let God perform a heart transplant. And you watch their soul come alive again. I love you.